0: Hello, and welcome to the Healthy, Happy, and Mostly Sane Entrepreneur. I'm your host, stress management consultant and coach, and Mostly Sane Entrepreneur, Ellen Leonard. Each week, I share my obsession with figuring out how to prioritize your own health and sanity while running a business, because I don't think you have to sacrifice your own health and well-being to be successful. So please stay tuned for today's episode full of actionable tools And don't forget to hit subscribe to be sure you don't miss out on future episodes. This week, we will be discussing stress and your emotions. I know, could this podcast get any more fun? Well, let's find out. (laughs) In today's episode, you will learn number one, that your emotions can provide you with valuable information and ideas about how to leverage that information. Number two, that your stress and your emotions influence one another. Number three, that stress and emotions can both impact our performance at work, and also everything else in our lives. And number four, a a three step process for understanding your emotions better, because I'm all about giving you actionable steps to help you incorporate whatever we learn in these podcast episodes into your life immediately. Let's dive right in. So emotions, while sometimes very inconvenient, are essential for providing information about how we feel about what's going on around us. And stress influences our emotions, but also our emotions influence our stress. So they are connected. It's important to become more aware of your emotions And use that awareness to understand them more effectively. That awareness will allow you to see how stress impacts your emotional state, and that will give you an opportunity to start to take action. I'm guessing that you have an example of how stress has impacted your emotions. Your emotions have impacted stress, and then that whole mess has affected your ability to work. But I thought I'd give you one of mine. So I've been a loyal Apple computer user for maybe 15 years. So I've got my MacBook Pro, I'm recording this on that right now. But last summer, I decided to try and switch to the Microsoft Surface, so to a PC for a variety of reasons that I won't bore you with. But I had a plan for this transition. Of course, I had a plan to take my time and be patient. And it was all going well, this switch from one type of computer to another until I hit a glitch with my email. And This glitch was something that I couldn't take care of myself. So I was in the Microsoft store. I was then in the Apple store. I was on the phone with Microsoft customer support and then Apple customer support and back and forth, back and forth. And nobody could fix this problem. They kept blaming it on one another and nobody could fix this thing. Even now, can you hear me getting more frustrated talking about it? Oh my gosh, this went on for a week. This back and forth, this crazy, it sucked up hours and hours of my life. It seemed like it would never end. So of course, what did I do? I calmly dealt with this and got back to work. (laughs) No, that's not what happened at all after hours of being on the phone with, I don't remember which customer service person um, and trying to hold it together and be polite and be this kind person that I want to be, I lost it. I lost it in a variety of ways. I was so angry. I don't think I've ever been this angry about anything. And it, you know, you're hearing it and you're like, oh, really lady? That bothered you that much? Oh, after all that time invested in it, I just lost it. I was throwing things, although thankfully not either of the computers, because that would have been very expensive. I was slamming doors. I was screaming. And I am not like this. This has never happened. My partner of 11 years was looking at me like, OMG, what is going on right now? What is happening? I totally lost it. The stress of the situation had just finally won out the emotions I was experiencing anger frustration exhaustion stress did I say anger already I think anger is at the top of the list I was just done I was just so over it and I couldn't hold it together a moment longer And so the stress of not having the situation resolved, of having my time wasted, of not being able to complete something that I thought I should be capable of doing, all of that manifested in emotions that I lost control over. Am I proud of it? No, but I will say this, I am in fact human and I think this is a normal human reaction to things that you can't control and things that frustrate you and things that make you angry. I think it was my body and my mind and my emotions all coming together to tell me that switching from my Apple device to uh, the surface was not a good choice for me. And that's fine. And I heeded that advice. Calm down after a really good cry, and then moved on. But the emotions from that situation had to go somewhere, right? I was bottling them up, thinking that they would get resolved. I was ignoring them. I was pushing through. I was still getting my work done. And then finally, I lost it. And who can guess how much work I got done that day? Yep, zero work got done that day. That day was was a wash. Literally nothing else happened that day. I was just, I was exhausted too, from not only that whole stressful process, but from the emotions themselves, right? Because really intense emotions can make us really freaking tired, which of course can then impact our stress. So I hope this example was more along the lines of an example of how stress and emotions can work in tandem to impact how we work And less of an example of just that I might be a little bit crazy, but I'm okay with that too. When we understand how stress and our emotions work together, how they impact one another, when you understand your emotions overall, you can work better in teams, you can build stronger relationships. And you can also respond better in stressful situations. So think about that for a second. I'll say it again. When you understand your emotions, you work better in teams, you build stronger relationships, and you respond better in stressful situations. And think about what that could mean for your business, right? Think of all the possible benefits of working better in a team, of being able to build stronger relationships, Hey, investors, and of being able to respond as the amazing version of yourself in a stressful situation. Hello, leadership. These are all valuable assets for an entrepreneur. And how would that situation with my computer have gone if I wasn't just at home in my home office, if my team had been there that day, or if I'd been on a call, or if, oh my gosh, I'd had a client meeting right after that? Think about. All the impacts that that stress, those emotions, that upheaval could have caused in my life and in my business. And now think about what it would be like if you understood your emotions more effectively. If when you experienced an emotion, you are aware of it and you understood what that meant to you. How could that impact? how you're running your business, how could that give you a competitive edge over somebody who just loses it like I did with my computer situation, right? If that's the person you're competing against, if you understand your emotions, and you understand how they impact your life, your stress, your ability to do work, oh my gosh, think about what an edge that can give you. So let's talk about emotions a little more specifically. And I want to bring up something that I'm sure you've heard before, and that is that emotions don't belong in the workplace. And I think what people really mean by that is that any emotion that they're not comfortable with, basically the ones that might be considered, quote unquote, negative Like anger or fear or sadness, that those are the ones that don't belong in the workplace because they're probably really comfortable with the quote unquote more positive or normal ones like happiness, joy, or excitement. Nobody's complaining about you being too happy in the workplace. They're like, shut that down, Susan. You're just too happy today. I don't think that's a thing. So think about that for a second and think about how messed up that is that when we say something like emotions don't belong in the workplace, what we're really saying is that no, any of the ones I'm not comfortable with are the ones that I don't want in the workplace. You are allowed to express any positive emotions, but anything else, I really want you to like suppress those down deep inside you and, and not let those out until you're at home for the day. So This doesn't acknowledge that we are humans who express a wide range of emotions. We are complex. And that's okay. I'm going to argue that it is healthy to experience all the feels. We are human. We have a wide range of emotions. And that's awesome. That's fine. And if you think about it, it'd be kind of boring otherwise if we were happy all the time and a little delusional. So there needs to be a balance there. So, not only am I going to argue that emotions are healthy, that experiencing the good ones and the quote unquote bad ones are healthy, I'm going to argue that emotions are great information. It's how we communicate what we value, what we need what works for us and what doesn't. And I think when you start to ignore that information that you're doing yourself a disservice. So how do we start to take in this valuable information? How do we start to be a little bit more healthy in our approach to our emotions? So not just focusing on the positive ones, but also taking the information that's provided by those quote unquote negative ones. And I keep saying quote unquote negative ones because I just don't like the idea of thinking about my anger as negative. My anger lets me know that I'm upset about something, that something has threatened me. My fear lets me know that I'm afraid of something, which is a <laughs> survival instinct. It's very natural. I don't think that these are bad things. I just think that they get a bad rap because of how they might impact us. So let's start to work on cultivating some more awareness around your emotions. So I'd invite you to start with your positive emotions. Next time you're super happy or excited about something, I'd ask you to consider, what is this emotion trying to tell me? What is it that I value about this or what need is being met? And that might seem really simplistic because if you're happy about something, obviously you're happy about it. But what is it that's making you happy? What is it that you're valuing? What need is being met? What is it about that situation that's causing your happiness? When you understand what's causing your positive emotions, you can flip that to help you understand your negative emotions more effectively. As an entrepreneur, I know you love data. Are you really willing to let this data go without trying to understand it? Let's take a specific example of trying to cultivate your awareness around positive emotions. So let's say that I have just completed my website. It is finally done and I am super excited about this. Okay, we've all been there. We've all completed a project and we're happy. But let's take a website, for example. And what might I value about completing that? That I did something hard, that I'm now able to serve more people, that I was successful in accomplishing a goal? Maybe I have a need to check things off or to see my work uh, come to life or to be appreciated, to be valued. Let's take the idea that I really am happy when I've accomplished something. Okay, let's tease that apart a little bit so that maybe we can understand some negative emotions that could come from that. So if I really enjoy accomplishing tasks, if I really feel good when I've accomplished something, I've checked it off my list, and I've done a good job, I value that. When I'm unable to do that, I might experience frustration or anger. And so knowing that about myself The next time I experience frustration or anger, I can check in with that value. I can think to myself, oh, is this because I didn't accomplish this task in a way that I would have liked? It can help me understand why I'm so frustrated and angry in that moment. So that's your first action step, and this will be in the show notes. But next time you're super happy or excited about something, ask yourself, What is that emotion trying to tell you? What is it that you value about that moment? What is a need that's being met? And then consider how you might experience the flip side of that. So if that value is not being met, if that need is not being met, what is the emotion you might experience? So the next time you experience that more negative emotion, you'll know why. So what do emotions have to do with our stress? Consider the concept of emotional well-being defined by stress management expert Brian Luke Seward as, quote, the ability to feel and express the entire range of human emotions and to control them, not be controlled by them. So I'm going to say that again, this concept of emotional well-being, quote, The ability to feel and express the entire range of human emotions and to control them, not be controlled by them. I think this is such an interesting concept, such an interesting goal to incorporate into our concept of health and well-being is emotional well-being that you can feel and express a range of emotions and that you're comfortable with that range of emotions and that you understand why they're happening and what they mean for you. So what value as an entrepreneur can you find in experiencing a wide range of emotions? Because we'd prefer just to experience happiness and success and rainbows and unicorns and sales and profits and just general awesomeness. But I'd invite you to consider the emotion of fear and its value. So as most entrepreneurs are, I am afraid of failure, right? I'm afraid of failure on a variety of fronts, as I'm sure you have experienced at some point as well as running your own business. It can be full of opportunities for you to fail. But that fear can be healthy. It can help me make really tempered and educated decisions. It can help me to acknowledge risk and really make solid decisions when I'm using my fear in balance, when I'm acknowledging my fear in a healthy way and leveraging that fear to serve me, to help my business. When my fear of failure is more unhealthy, it could become all I think about it could paralyze me, it could lead to inaction. That emotion of fear could be very stressful, could be very scary to go through. How are you going to take an emotion like that as a business owner, and use that to your advantage, to understand why you're afraid of whatever it is, and to understand how you can use that to shift your mindset And take that information that that emotion is giving you and use it to help your business. Use it to help you perform more effectively. Use it to help you reach your goals. So always coming back to this idea of what is the purpose of that emotion that I'm experiencing? And what is it trying to tell me? So emotions are incredibly inconvenient. They show up when we're trying to really work on other things and get other things done. But eliminating the emotions you don't like isn't a great strategy because they're still there. Ignoring them until they go away probably isn't going to be an effective long-term strategy. So what would it be like if you dealt with your emotions in the moment, in real time? And how would that allow you to show up differently throughout the day? To help you figure this out, I created a three-step process to beginning to understand your emotions a little bit more effectively. So step one, how do emotions affect me? And I'd like for you to consider a time when you were experiencing an intense emotion from this past week, and you did not respond in a way (laughs) that represented your best self. So think of a specific example from this past week. And if you can't come up with something right away, just know this will be in the show notes so you can check it out later. And now that you're thinking about that specific moment, that moment when you were experiencing an an intense emotion and maybe didn't respond in a way that represented your best self. You're gonna go on to step two here and you're gonna consider what was I feeling? So it can be really easy to say like, oh my gosh, I was just so stressed. Let's try to define that a little bit further or I was so angry. So I'd like for you to consider staying to yourself in that moment I was having the feeling of being what? Being afraid, being sad, being mad, being glad. What were you experiencing in that moment? Try to be really specific, really zero in on what you were experiencing. And maybe you were experiencing more than one thing in that moment. And that's fine. We are complex creatures. There's no right or wrong when it comes to feelings. But take a moment And become aware of how you were feeling, what it was you were experiencing in that moment. And now moving on to step three. Why was I feeling that? Now that you know what you were feeling, why do you think you were feeling that? For example, I was having the feeling of being mad because, and then fill in the blank. What was it that was making you mad in that situation? And what was this emotional response trying to tell you? Was it trying to tell you you're tired, you're stressed? Was there something else you wanted or needed that you weren't getting? What was behind that feeling? Why were you feeling that? And then steps one through three can be united into one sentence. You can really simplify it here. I was having the feeling of, being mad, being sad, being glad, being afraid, whatever, because of, and then put your reason in there. When you start to look at your emotions in this way, how you're reacting to things, you can start to notice patterns. You can start to notice what causes you to become a little more angry, to become a little more happy. And you can start to leverage that. So how are you going to use this information, this understanding of your emotions, these insights to help you be more of who you want to be more frequently, to help you show up as the best version of you in your business, at home, with your friends, with your family? Emotions are messy, but they're essential for providing information about how we feel about what's going on with us. Everybody feels emotions. It's part of being human and it's a healthy part of being human. How will you use that information, the information that emotions are trying to give you, to help you be more of who you want to be? And it's important to remember that stress influences our emotions and our emotions influence our stress. When we're more stressed, we're going to be more emotional. When we're more emotional, we can become more stressed. How are you going to use the information that your emotions provide to help you manage your stress more effectively? So as we're wrapping up, I want to emphasize that this podcast is just grazing the surface of the complexity of emotions and how they relate to you and your stress. So I've included a link to the show notes below where you can see my top three resources for learning more about your emotions. Two of them are books fabulous resources for diving deep into understanding your emotions. But my number one strategy for understanding your emotions is to seek out a mental health professional. Yes, a professional that is trained in human emotions, like a therapist or a psychologist. Am I saying that you're crazy or there's something wrong with you? Absolutely not. I'm saying that you are human and that you want to be the best version of yourself. I think that having a therapist is one of the most valuable tools an entrepreneur can have to help them stay sane and on top of their game in the middle of the chaos of running a business, in the middle of all the emotions, all the feels that come from the ups and downs and the insanity that really is running a business. When you understand yourself better, your emotions, your thoughts, you're going to be better at your job. Thank you so much for listening to this episode about stress and your emotions. This was part two of a three-part series about stress. Next week, we'll be diving into stress in your mind. So hit subscribe so you don't miss out. And if you missed episode number two, which focused on stress in your body, be sure to check it out by heading over to ellen-leonard.com backslash podcast. Ellen, E-L-L-E-N dash Leonard, L-E-O-N-A-R-D dot com backslash podcast. I hope to see you there. And I wish you a healthy, happy and mostly sane week. Thanks for listening.